What up, guys? It's Alexa Score. Yes, that's right. We're really doing it. This is the Pantsless Revolution podcast, and I'm your host. You just heard my name. Professional wakeboarder, cancer survivor, soon-to-be author, but most importantly, just a human trying to get by out here and trying to do it without wearing any pants. Um, so I've got to admit, I have been on more podcasts than I have listened to. And I've only been on three, so we are quite literally doing things our own way. We're doing it unscripted, no rules, and we're certainly not copying anyone. But that is what the Pantsless Revolution is all about. It's about being authentic and having fun with it. So what are we going to talk about today? Like I said, we're doing it live, and in future weeks, we'll definitely take requests, cover a number of topics. But today, we're going to break down what the Pantsless Revolution is in the first place. I know you guys are wondering, so we'll definitely get to that. And then we're going to talk about something a little more festive. Brace yourselves. We're talking about the Super Bowl. I know you've heard a lot about it, but we're going to talk about it probably in a little different way than you're expecting. So definitely stay tuned for that. And lastly... You're going to find out something about me that you've never known and also hear about where we're going next week because it's going to be pretty fun. So for those of you who follow me on social media, a number of you probably do, at Ascore on Instagram, at AlexaScore on Twitter, and, you know, I'm on Facebook, have a blog as well. But you've probably seen me tag Pantsless Revolution, and you're also probably wondering, what the hell does that mean? Well, it actually all kind of started as a joke, I was posting a lot of photos on my Instagram, and naturally, I am always in a bikini, most of the time in a Hawaiian shirt, and people started commenting, making jokes about how I was never wearing pants, like literally, and I thought about it, and it was quite funny, because it's like, yeah, you know what, they're right, I hate pants, I always have, uh, my family jokes, because up in Minnesota, where I grew up, uh, no matter what season it was, no matter how cold it was, at five years old, I would get home from daycare, and the first thing I do is rip all my clothes off and run around the house. I've always hated pants. So it was kind of funny when people started bringing it up. But then I started thinking about it a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? This is something. This is the pantsless revolution. And it's bigger than just being a kid who likes to run around without any clothes on. So we've all heard the idea that if you're nervous to go speak in front of people, picture them in their underwear. But why does that make sense? Why is that supposed to help you if you're on stage? Why is that supposed to make you feel comfortable? And the answer is that when you're on stage, you're vulnerable. And if everyone in the crowd was standing in their underwear, they would be vulnerable too. So that is why when people started telling me, oh, you're pantsless all the time, you're always in a Hawaiian shirt, I used to say to my sister, if everyone in this world were to walk around in a Hawaiian shirt and underwear, wouldn't it be pretty hard for people to be mean to each other? It'd be pretty hard to judge, to argue about stupid things, to get mad at each other, to, to hurt people. When we're all standing pantsless, we're vulnerable. We strip down all these outer layers that we built around our hearts to protect ourselves, to protect our feelings. Our clothes are like this protective shield keeping us warm and protecting us from the elements and hiding our imperfections in our body. And without them, we're vulnerable. Without them, our emotions are exposed. But this goes far beyond clothes. 
We use a lot of things every day to protect ourselves, whether that's makeup or being around your friends you feel most comfortable with or your job status or using these things to shield our emotions. And when we're in this really comfortable place, it's a whole lot easier to convince ourselves to do things that we wouldn't normally do. Convince ourselves to do things that we wouldn't do if we were stripped of all these protective layers. When we're vulnerable, like completely vulnerable, it's the most true versions of ourselves. We're being honest with ourselves, And that happens very rarely in today's society because we have a million things to hide behind. We can hide behind our social media. We can hide behind a screen. We can hide behind the telephone. We don't even have to call each other. Put yourself out there. Be real. Be true. So this is where the pantsless revolution got started. And it's not about being literally pantsless. Though I prefer it that way. Hey, pants always have, always will. But it's about stripping down these protective walls that we've built up. These things that we do to try to protect ourselves and try to facade our insecurities and our imperfections. Let them show. I always say my imperfections are actually what gives me character. And I've got a lot of them. Now, with that said, I know that these things are important to us and I know they can help in a lot of scenarios. You need support from your friends and you need to feel that love. And you know what? Putting on makeup does make us feel better a lot of the times. And if anyone knows, it's me, that the clothes you wear are a form of expression. It's a way to express yourselves. And I totally get that. But it's when you're using these shields and these comforts to do the wrong things that they become a problem. So who would you actually be if you stripped down into your undies and threw on a Hawaiian shirt? Who would you be? What's the true version of yourself? How would you act? Something very interesting to ask yourself because very rarely are we put into that scenario. Just a thought, but that's what this is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. Being real, not taking ourselves too seriously. We're not going to be too serious. We're not going to be too sarcastic. Well, maybe I will, but you guys know me. And if you don't, you will soon. At the end of the day, being pantsless is a state of mind. And I think we'd all be better off if we took that approach to life. So why should you even listen to me? Why should my opinion matter? Why should you care? And the first and most important thing I want you guys to know is that I am not an expert. And I am very aware of that. I consider myself mostly an observer. And from a very young age, I've found a fascination in observing people's actions and reactions, observing human nature. I, since I can remember, was always very aware of my surroundings and taking in what people were saying and how they were reacting to things and trying to discover why they were reacting in the way they do. So in addition to this fascination with human nature, I think what's been an incredibly valuable part of my life is the vast number of different scenarios I've lived in. I have been exposed to so many different situations from growing up in a small town versus living in a big city, being in a single parent household, then going to college, living on my own at a young age, living, you know, in the sticks versus living this, you know, rock star lifestyle, so to speak, being able to travel. I use that term lightly or loosely, by the way, but being able to travel and see the world 
versus this small town of 1,000 people that I grew up in. Seeing how other people live, that's an eye-opening experience. But then also being weak. Going from this strong, confident, cocky, young teenager to having to rely on your friends to walk you to and from class, to having to get rides to and from school, being too weak to comb your hair, then being at the top of my game in the best physical condition that I've ever been, being a professional athlete, another term I use lightly. But it's these different scenarios that have given me all these different outlooks on life, all these different perspectives in learning other people's perspectives. And probably the most valuable thing that I've learned is that there is no right or wrong. There's just the best we can do. And everyone in this world is searching for meaning. They're always looking for this number one answer, the answer. But the truth is, it's not out there. Everyone has a different perspective. Everyone has a different opinion. Everyone has a different outlook. And the more of those that we can expose ourselves to and learn, the more aware we are of our surroundings and the more aware we are of ourselves, really, our existence. So although I haven't studied human nature in books and I haven't taken classes on it, I don't have a degree. Well, I have a degree, but just not in human nature. But I really do take these things seriously and I really do enjoy thinking about them and trying to think about them with an extremely open mind. As some of you may know, I write a lot of it in my blog. It is also something that you will see in my memoir, when that finally comes out, the project that is taking over my life. But the biggest thing that I want you guys to start with, besides knowing what the pantsless revolution is, is that I know I'm not an expert, and you should know that too. I don't take myself too seriously, though I really do love talking about these things. And if nothing else, I hope it just makes you think. I hope you can take something from it, and at least it can make you question something that you thought you already knew. That is my hope. So this is the Pantsless Revolution podcast, and like I said, we're doing it live. We're going to talk about things from A to Z. We'll have on guests. We'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. We'll talk about whatever I want to talk about. We'll do whatever we want, but no matter what, we're doing it pantsless. So let's get right into it. All right, I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl. This is a disclaimer, and I know some of you out there are not sports fans, and even if you are, you're so sick of talking about the Super Bowl. Well, we're going to get into a little bit deeper than that. So obviously this past weekend was the big game. I was fortunate enough to be in Minneapolis the whole week and it was an absolute gong show. I cannot tell you the amount of energy, the amount of people all packed into downtown Minneapolis every minute of every single day, all of the events that were going on. We had a lot of fun. That's a whole nother podcast. Woo! But let's talk about the game itself. Football is huge. I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest sporting event, arguably, in the world of the entire year. Millions and millions of people tune in. And before the Super Bowl came, I really started thinking about football. Okay, let's back up two weeks. If you're from Minnesota, if you're not, you heard about the Minneapolis miracle, this incredible sports moment. 10 seconds left in the game, Vikings versus Saints. Vikings are down. Vikings fans are feeling like they want to crawl under a rock. Case Keenum throws the Hail Mary to Stephon Diggs. Diggs makes an incredible catch. Guy misses the block. He runs for the touchdown. The rest is history. 
probably would have gone down as one of the most epic sports moments of all time had the the Vikings made the Super Bowl, but they didn't. But still, nonetheless, an incredible moment, and I happened to be there. And I'm not going to lie, I cried and pouted almost the entire fourth quarter. When this moment happened, I was in elation. I've never seen so many people celebrate together. I've never seen so many grown men cry. I've never seen so many people hug strangers, high five strangers. Definitely, definitely world record for most high fives. Leaving that game, unbelievable. But I couldn't actually believe just the raw emotion. And I was right there with them. I, it was, honestly, on a scale of one to 10, happy, happy. I'm talking cheesing. And we heard people saying, well, this is just football. It's just a game. And my response was, but it's more than that. It's bigger than that. Okay, fast forward a week later. We're in Philadelphia. We all know what happened after the Vikings-Philadelphia game. Well, before even. The very sorry people, the Vikings fans that showed up in Philadelphia were disrespected in the worst ways. And I understand some friendly bantering. If anyone gets some friendly heckling and bantering, it's this girl. But throwing full bottles of beer at people screaming profanities at infants, a little aggressive. I have actually a number of personal acquaintances who were in the hospital getting stitches during the game who couldn't make it because full bottles of beer being thrown at their heads. So after that game, I found myself saying, relax, it's just a game. Well, the week before that, I wasn't saying that. I was the one saying, no, it's bigger than that. So I, I was trying then to digest, okay, why am I feeling these two different things? How can to me it be more than a game, but for Philadelphia, it can't be. So I want to back up. Football, believe it or not, this is going to be a shock to a lot of you because obviously I'm, I am in you know, action sports, but... Football has been a huge part of my life since I was little. I wanted to be a professional football player. That was the first thing that I wanted to do when I was six years old. Um, I was three feet tall at the time, mind you. Um, That was the first thing that I wanted to do, and I loved it. I wanted to be Randy Moss. My sister had this 3D poster in her wall. And mind you, this is back before the days of Pinterest, so we're physically pinning things to our walls, not uh, pinning them on our digital wall. And I would look up at Chris Carter, Randy Moss, and Jake Reed and just drool. I wanted to be them. I wanted to be them so badly. And on Sundays, my dad and I would go down to the local pub in Spicer. And every Sunday, you know, he'd have some beers. I would drink non-alcoholic strawberry daiquiris, like strawberries were going extinct. And we'd watch the game and it was big. I was emotional. I was into it, but that's something that I look forward to every Sunday. And, you know, I still remember in the 98-99 NFC Championship game when Gary Anderson missed the kick to send us to the Super Bowl, I had to leave. We're at my neighbor's house. I am eight years old, and I ran home, and I remember pulling out my hair, physically pulling it out. This is as an eight-year-old girl, so emotionally captivated by this game. Fast forward, obviously throughout the years, huge Vikings fan. Didn't miss a single go for football game, home go for football game in 
um, four years consecutive from the time I was 10 till I was 14. I was could be seen at every single gopher football game sitting next to my sister in the student section, um, getting beer spilled on me by her college friends. <laughs> but um, those memories that will last forever. And it was always an emotional experience for me. I lived and died for this team. And it is football. So here's a girl with a potentially deadly form of leukemia, has stared death at the face at a young age, and has only gotten emotional a couple times about her disease, yet is crying in the fourth quarter of the Vikings versus Saints game because they're only up by six points with five minutes to go. How does that make any sense? And I mean, I like to think I'm someone who generally has their priorities straight and not because I've got my shit together, but just because of the things I've been through. The most important things to me are family, friends, and relationships. So why is football so important? And that's when it clicked. Yes, it's just football. But for me, and I like to think most Minnesotans, and I'm not, I don't mean to exclude anyone out there, but I can only speak for my people, my purple people. Minnesota, yes, it's just football, but football means family. Football means friends. Football means community. We wanted to win the Super Bowl for us. We wanted to win the Super Bowl so we can celebrate together to feel joy. We don't want to win so we can throw rocks at opposing fans. We don't want to win so we can tear down light posts, though that'd be a whole lot of fun. We don't want to win so we can scream at other people, talk shit. We probably would talk shit, but that's not why we want to win. We want to win so we can celebrate. So yeah, it might just be football, but in Minnesota and for a lot of people, football means a whole lot more than a bunch of trash. And as I speak, those Philly fans are celebrating in Philadelphia, and I am genuinely happy for them. I'm so sick of seeing the Patriots win. I know that they're the greatest, and yes, I hate them because they're good. I am okay with accepting that. I'm excited to see a team who hasn't won win. We wanted to be them. Would we have celebrated the same way? No. But, you know, I am happy for them nonetheless, and pretty much just because I'm feeling generous. So that's something to think about, our priorities. What makes them so? It's about the foundations. For me, my priorities are anything that has to do with being with family and friends and creating memories. Memories and experiences are incredible, whether that is skipping rocks or going fishing to doing yard work, doing chores, to partying. Yes, I like to party, and not just for the sake of partying, but it's creating memories, it's having fun with family and friends, it's being around other people, and hopefully bringing joy to their lives as well. But it's certainly something to think about. What are your priorities? What do you like to do? And why are they so? What are the underlying priorities? What is the most important to you? And maybe it's being outside. I have a million hobbies, and most of them revolve around just being outside. Whether it's surfing, kayaking, fishing, swimming, playing, just being outside. So it's those underlying things that we should be really focused on. Just a little something to think about to help keep ourselves straight. So I promise you I'm not going to bore you with football talk on every single podcast, but it was just something that's been weighing on my mind. And after this most insane weekend 
at the Super Bowl and just the wildest game and the wildest couple weeks of NFL games, I wanted to talk about it because I think it relates to a lot of things that we do in life. And um, I'm glad I can finally talk about it. I had a three-day hangover and now I'm feeling better. This is day four. So I'm finally able to talk about it and happy to do so. So final thoughts for the day. Who would you be if you're standing in your undies? How would you treat people? What would be important to you? Think about it. What would you do if you're pantsless? And think about your priorities and why are they your priorities? What makes us emotional about certain things more than others? And is it authentic? And I want to hear about it. Send me your feedback. Send me a message. Like I said, you can find me on Instagram, Ascore. You can find me on Twitter, AlexaScore. And I'm also on Facebook. I have a blog. Email me. Do whatever. But I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your thoughts on what we had to say today. And... Let me know what you want to talk about next week. I've got some really exciting news. We're going live from Cancun next week. We're on a Liquid Force film trip. Yeah, that's right. I'm hauling the gear to Mexico. Can't promise you we won't be uh, a few margaritas deep, but we will definitely be present and be there for you. Before we go, I want to give you one spicy fact about me because most of you probably know I've got a little spice in me. Um, when I was 12, I accidentally lit a porta potty on fire and burned it to the ground using a firework, not safe nor legal. So don't do that. But that's just one spicy fact for today. So I'm going to leave you guys. But before we go, the most important advice I can give anyone is to never take anyone too seriously. And that includes me and yourself and never ever drink out of a boring coffee mug. I'm posting this on Friday. Next week, it may be on a different day. I am going to get it more consistent as the weeks go on, but we will do our best. Bear with me as we get this thing rolling. Remember, whatever you do, do it pantsless. This is the Pantsless Revolution podcast, and we'll see you next week.